0: Well, everybody, welcome back to Engage in Truth. This is John Borgine. I'm Senior Pastor of Calvary Fellowship Fountain Valley right here in Colorado Springs. And I'm so excited that you are tuning in today. We have some special guests in the studio. But before I introduce them, I want to welcome back our co-host, Mike Malinger, 28-year veteran of the firefighting departments and all across this country and a vet. Mike, it's always so good to have you in the studio.
1: It's good to be here again, John.
0: Well, and we have two incredible guests. Uh, individuals that I am just uh, so excited to not only introduce to you, but... The fact that I can call them dear friends, uh, individuals whom I've, I've had the privilege of serving in ministry alongside for many years, and I'm just so grateful that they're here with us today. Let me introduce you to Lisa Crump. She is the Vice President of Volunteer Mobilization and a Liaison to Prayer Ministries for the National Day of Prayer Task Force. Lisa has served with Focus on the Family for over 10 years, but really with the National Day of Prayer since 2003. Lisa, welcome to Engage in Truth
2: hey, thank you so much john
0: well it 's great to have you and of course, along with you, we have Dion Elmore and Dion, you are the Vice President of Marketing and Public Re- Relations for the National Day of Prayer and I know that you had an extensive career with focus on the family as well. In fact, we have to have you to thank for many of the efforts to take adventures in Odyssey all around the globe, helping to launch that international Team and the whole ministry that is now spread all across the world there. But I know you really had some channeled efforts to the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and even Singapore. And you've just done an incredible amount of work far and wide for other organizations as well. So, Dion, it's just a, an incredible privilege to have you with us here on Engage
1: in Truth. Hey, thanks, John. It's great to be with you.
0: Well, we are, uh, I know this program is going to go by fast because everyone in this studio is incredibly passionate for what is forthcoming and what we have to share with you today. As you are listening, you need to know that there is a national day of prayer that is forthcoming. And I know that there are a number of prayer gatherings all across the country, even around the world. And sometimes you read a headline or two, or maybe you see something going on in your local church, but you may not be aware That there is a national day of prayer, and this goes all the way back to our nation's roots. In fact, there have been some 148 national calls to prayer since 1789, and records have indicated that some 1,565 state and federal calls to prayer have taken place since 1775 and counting. This is a nation that prayer, that prays, that is a praying nation that has been called to prayer time and time again. And this year, as you are preparing for the National Day of Prayer, I, I want you just to make sure our listeners understand this before we talk about it, that this is a law. This is not just something that we organize around the whatever seems convenient each year but it is the first Thursday of every May and and as you're listening to this right now maybe some of this is news to you and that that's my heart in this is that you're aware that we have a national day of prayer it was it was founded in 1952 In fact, it was on April 17th that a bill was initiated and presented. It became Public Law 82-324, and this was signed into law that there would be a national day of prayer set aside other than a Sunday. And then in 1988, this was amended to make it the first Thursday of every May by Ronald Reagan. And then in 1998, amended again by President Bill Clinton, that a proclamation would be written by the president every year declaring in writing that the first Thursday of every May would be a national day of prayer. And every year now we see all 50 governors participating. They they write a proclamation for prayer, and we're seeing an incredible move of God across this country every year. And I'm just so thrilled that we get to talk about it here today. But let me just uh, jump off with the first question. I know that's probably fresh in everybody's mind. Here is that there is an annual theme that you build around every year for the National Day of Prayer, and and they always see t- they seem timely g- given the circumstances in our country. What is this
1: year's theme? This year's theme, uh, John, is love one another, and it's based on John thirteen thirty four, which is a command from jesus that we love one another just as he says i have loved you that sacrificial self-sacrificing love that jesus demonstrated so what we're doing is we're rallying people to pray that this nation would be a nation that would love one another wow with that same kind of selfless love amen okay what are the priorities of the national day of prayer Yeah, it's a great question, Mike. The priorities as we've set them out for people to pray, um, first and foremost, is exactly what we just spoke about, which is we need to pray that this nation would be a nation that would demonstrate the love of Jesus, beginning with His church, Uh, and it always begins with the household of God. So we need to pray, first and foremost, for America to love one another. Amen. And... uh, Followed up by that, John thirteen thirty five says, "By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another." So the example is given to us. And number two, we need to pray for the church in America mm, amen. to love one another. We need to be the examples for everybody else out there. We also are are engaging people to pray for families because that's that's the the unit that God created: the husband, the wife, and the children. Mm. It begins there and then reaches out into the workplace into communities and into cities and towns and counties all across America so we need to pray for families and workplaces and communities and cities and towns and counties across America to pray mm. to love one another mm. and then we also need to pray for all ethnicities and and people groups in America to love one another we have so much division right now John mm. it's yeah. you know you look around and you see everybody sides against one another and we need God to come in and take down that dividing wall of partition, as Jesus says that he does. So we need to pray for all ethnicities and people in America to love one another. And we also need to pray, the fifth thing, Mike, is we need to pray that we will love God and each other so much and clearly agree and unite visibly and pray extraordinarily for the next great spiritual awakening in America. Amen, and uh,
0: well, I mean, either one of you can answer this question because I know that this feels like a second chronicles seven fourteen kind of moment that always seems to be the the rallying cry of the national day of prayer that that we as god 's people w- would would return to him with, with this posture of repentance and a contrite heart, as he tells us to do in psalm fifty one your sacrifices i don 't want I want a contrite heart uh, to render our hearts and not our garments right unto him and and, and so tell us a little bit about what's going on in the prayer movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know, Lisa, that's dear to your heart as well.
2: Yes, um, it sure is a privilege to work with the greater prayer movement as a part of that. Um, being tied to that federal day, we have such a rallying point, And a lot of those other prayer um, ministries and, and groups, some are regional, some are national, some are very targeted and focused on a specific area. Maybe it's government, maybe it's another area in education or something. But all of those Parts of what we would call the greater prayer movement, although that's not an official website or name or anything, that is seeing such a sense of collaboration that in my tenure, which is over 15 years now, I've not ever seen before kind of going back to some of the things that Dion was sharing about, too, on the theme that you're seeing such a, a lack of unity and such a need for it and such a need to embrace each other in love. We're all created by the same God. That is a part of the driving force, I think, that God is using that level of desperation that is bringing all of these to work together, hmm. that we have to work together. Together we'll go further. We'll accomplish more for the kingdom it's really about the kingdom of god we have different assignments and places but if we work together we can accomplish more for the lord so i'm very encouraged by that there are many efforts that national day of prayer will join that we you know we were able to do that and they come alongside us in ways that we've not seen before either so a lot greater collaboration Amen. in fact
1: what we've seen just recently is down in orlando florida there was a, a stadium camping world stadium was filled with almost 60,000 young people Wow. gathering first and foremost to pray. I was in a meeting last Monday in Orlando again at crew headquarters and talking to other ministries who've gathered together. And in 2020, we're going to see such an outpouring of prayer and gathering. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be an amazing sight. I mean, people are going to be gathering from, from coast to coast. And it's going to be young people as well. And, you know, we've talked about the different things that are happening with young people, and I often tell pastors this, is they're not paying attention. They're looking out into their pews, into the church, the church building, and they're, they're not seeing the young people. Well, the young people are out there praying, and they're doing it right now, and they're rallying, and they're gathering, and they're doing things outside of the church walls, as we're commanded to do. Okay, and, and that's exciting, you know, what the students. And So what is taking place in the National Day of Prayer student movement?
2: Right, um, Mike. We're really in a pilot year. We were approached last fall by a group, um, which uh, John, you would know, our friend uh, Alex McFarland, mm-hmm. as well from uh, the former Focus Days that we have. But he and another group um, approached us, Truth for a New Generation, because they're they're trying to reach out with apologetics and and student engagement. And then there's thousands. Well, not maybe not maybe not thousands, but lots of student ministries on campus, middle and high school, of course. Yeah. Certainly, we just had Collegiate Day of Prayer, too. But they just really asked, how could they help? And so we created another volunteer position, national position, uh, national student movement director. And Alex is serving in that role right now. And uh, just this morning, he was telling me that CU at the Poll group have... um, committed to do an email blast and doing all their social media, which is over 200,000 plus 200 to 300,000 just to invite people to do a student led event at their school. Maybe it's their middle school or their high school, you know, and universities, FCA, their East coast division has said they're going to include this now in their messaging as well. So we really had kind of a late start on it because we really launched it in February, but we're going to review it this summer, see how we can grow it. And um, we're trying to get one of our board members who works with um, a lot of student ministries, too, to just collaborate on this. So it's just so encouraging. They're expecting to have upwards of a 1,000 locations doing a student-led event. So wow. they have a, a their own site right now because ours is we're still working on some things there. But students are being led to go there, ndpstudents.com, and you can just sign up. And uh, put your school's name. And, you know, it's again, it's grassroots. This whole National Day of Prayer has been grassroots forever. And um,
1: that's
0: awesome. You know, we were, uh, we've been going through a Bible history study at our church at Calvary Fellowship. And, spending several weeks now just talking about how was the Bible put together how, how do we trust the canonized text and one of the fun aspects when you get to the New Testament is the fact that by the time the the, the, the synod of hippo and the and the and Carthage had taken place to determine what was the canonized text, they were actually just keeping up with what the church was already doing they were they were using some twenty four thousand manuscripts of the New Testament by that point and they were just confirming what was already being done and I think in some ways this is like God's God is fanning the flame out there, and he's doing it with young people and and in the heart of believers all across this nation. And sometimes you just find yourself keeping up with what God is already doing and saying, boy, he's moving over here and moving with these groups over here. Praise God. And look what he's doing. And then we can remove ourselves from the equation that it's really this is not a man-made initiative. This is a move of the Holy Spirit, has been for years. We're celebrating now the 69th annual National Day of Prayer, even though it's gone all the way back since our, our country's founding. And it's May 2nd of this year. It's fast approaching. But to pull all of this together requires a vast network. I know that there are thousands of people involved. Can you speak to that for just a moment?
2: Well, John, thank you so much for that. Our our goal, as you would know, too, from your history with us, is to have an event on that day in every county, every city, every rural or metro area, be very thoroughly represented with a, you know, our mission of public united prayer. Get out of the church walls like Dion was talking about earlier. Even though we welcome that, that's great, but we want to be out there in public inviting people to come alongside. But it takes thousands of people to do that when you look at the scope of our country and the diversity of our country. So yeah. we have a volunteer network and I'm going to invite you right now to join that. If you go to NationalDayOfPrayer.org, go under the menu volunteer halfway down that page, you'll see a, a form, a one page form. We just want to know that you're a Bible believing Christian. It's yeah. not complicated, but we need to know that we're on the same page biblically scripturally. And uh, we'd invite you to apply and join us because We still have a lot of gaps when you look at America and some of those counties, some of those big metro areas. And it takes more than one person. You know, we need events at different times of day and stuff. So we would love to have you. But we have, I call it the Moses model, where God told uh, through Jethro, told Moses, the work is too much for you. We've got to divide it. So we have seven different uh, tiers of volunteers. Some oversee a whole national region, all the way down to that person, this is my first event. I don't know. I need help getting started. Every state has a state leader, and that's their key point of contact. And so that makes up the Moses model, the volunteer network, and there's plenty of room for everyone to find a place to serve.
1: That's great. Okay. You have many events going on this year. So- How many events do you anticipate around the nation, and how do people find out about these events?
2: Well, they go to our website, nationaldayofprayard.org again, under events, and you can post your event there. We also encourage you to put it on social media um, and contact that state coordinator. They can tell you, is there something already being planned there? And if not, Mm. then why don't I help you get that started? So come alongside them. So there are thousands of events. Some of them we know from our national event registry and some we find out through social media or, you know, months later, wow, did you know about this event? So again, it's very grassroots, which is the beauty of it. It's not over dictated or controlled. It's God led.
1: And what we've done is we've gotten pretty sophisticated in how we track what we do and through um, services that are available out there, we can tell exactly how many cities and how many articles have been run you know in newspapers and on radio programs and um we're estimating a little over sixty thousand events this wow, year wow I believe that it's going to be more my my gut has always told me it's a lot more than that mm-hmm. um, just based here in Colorado springs I'm always finding out that there are events that I never knew existed wow. and uh so you multiply what we estimate times whatever number that whatever. Number right. Is. I mean, it's, if you have thirty huge. people attend, yeah. I mean, the, the I mean, multiplication factor here three hundred thousand churches in America. I mean, and, wow. and according to a, a Barna study we did, uh, there uh, n- there were 996 percent of all uh, pastors had participated in a National Day of Prayer event if they're over wow. forty.
0: So if we have say two million people uh, united on a single day of prayer. I don't know that there's anything else going on around the globe that could probably match that of a single day. Maybe Pentecost, maybe one of the holy days of Scripture, certainly, but... From a, a, a day designated to just asking God's people, let's get out of your comfort zone, take a few minutes, pray for this nation, pray for the things that you have highlighted, Dion, the priorities for America. I, I mean, I think we could all
1: could commit to that. And we're not talking about two million. We're talking about hundreds of million, John. Yeah, because yeah, well. I mean, we, we have uh, events that go on around the nation, Great. and then we also have events that are televised. And yeah, right. we talked about that a little bit. Yeah. So so talk
0: about some of those unique
1: ones. I've, yeah. I've read through the,
0: the years on these of just the amazing, unique, creative ways that people are praying from in the air and down below and all, all ways that they're using some very incredibly, I uh, just the, I don't know, just the creativity, the ingenuity, just finding new ways to say, you know, what, we're just going to, we're going to change it up a bit and have yeah. some fun with this prayer gathering. Tell us a little bit about it.
2: Yeah, in Oregon... Um, it kind of goes back to we've been doing these um, vision cast events where we're going out to the troops because they're not all going to come to one annual event that we might do here. So we're we're going to the where the people are. So we were in Oregon in November doing that kind of thing, which is casting the vision with an invitation. And from that, this group of folks are now doing a prayer event on a four-hour train ride on a old steam engine, and they're inviting the police, the fire people, um The uh, local officials, educators, and stuff to just get on board the train, and we're going to pray for four hours as we cruise through Oregon. So I just love that. We're working now with Liberty University about having their chapel be a national day of prayer. All of these Christian schools could easily have an event. You know, we just got to work together with them. We're working to have an event at Fort Bragg with some of the colonels there and chaplains. Um, Denver, here in our backyard, our capital, uh, Colorado Faith and Colorado Family Action Group have approached us. Let's get together and just do a big rally that day at the, at the Capitol. So for 11 to 1, if you live in Colorado, we're encouraging you to come out that day. Uh, maybe it's an hour drive for you. It'll be worth it because it's really the united voice of Christians in our state coming together to pray for the state of Colorado so we're just seeing some creativity. The prayer flight group that you're aware of, they continue as well. They need wow. more pilots. So you can uh, contact me at nationaldayofprayer.org if but tell you're a them pilot. Yeah, exactly and, what
1: they do. Yeah, tell yeah them what, what
2: they do. do. Um, I have had the privilege of being at a couple of state capitals. Helena, Montana was one of those. And you see this plane, private planes flying over around the capital or maybe even another area of the state. And uh, they're just taking up a a pastor. They're taking up somebody in their small plane that will pray over that. You get that bird's eye view, and it's just such a powerful way. You're flying over a school. You're flying over the capital or local government, neighborhoods, hospitals. And these things make you feel a compassion like God has for us when he looks down and sees how great the need is.
0: Now I, I saw in the store and we used to have these many years ago, it's like the, the a great way to illustrate prayer with children that you'd have these balloons You'd fill them up helium, but they're biodegradable balloons because you're environmentally conscious, conscious about this. Right. and You'd tie a little prayer at the end of these, and then they would release them into the air. And I, I, It sounds like you've got all kinds of resources still like that online even. that, that If people are looking for unique ideas, they can definitely go to the website, national dot Nationaldayofprayer.net, yeah, or .net. they go to
1: org, and they can link to the shop from there. Oh, that's great. That's
2: great, great resources there.
1: Yeah. Now, your big event is is the national event in Washington, D.C. Now, our listeners—now, all your events are really big, and, and prayer is so important. But our listeners, how would they live, watch the national event in Washington, D.C.? Well, the national event in Washington, D.C. has been broadcast for years. We've had great relationships with God TV. Wow. Um, they've, they've supported the National Day of Prayer now for over a decade. And this last year, we had Daystar jump on board as well. So between God TV and Daystar Mm -hmm. and their broadcasting audiences, literally, we're reaching over 500 million people around the world potentially every year. Now, you talk about the 2 million estimate. We had a million people, 1 million people on Facebook Live alone last year. Watch the event. So we're hoping that by linking all of our relationships with ministries, getting Facebook Mm -hmm. Live up there, and that's what people can do. You can go to your cable channel where God TV or Daystar is. You can go online to the National Day of Prayer website, which is nationaldayofprayer.org, or you can tune in to our Facebook page or God TV's Facebook page or Daystar's Facebook page and watch it streamed live. So you can go to Facebook and just go to National Day of Prayer.
0: Well, wow. okay, now what time is that cuz uh, for those who are listening right here in our Colorado audience, that that's uh,
1: live at what time? Well, thankfully it's East Coast, so it's 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you're Central Time, that makes it 6:30, if you're Mountain Time, it makes it 5:30, and if you're if you're uh, California Pacific Time, then it's going to make it what, 4:30. Oh, wonderful.
0: Well, I know it's always been an exciting event. Uh, sometimes it's it's been what an hour and a half uh, to three hours in duration. Uh, it's,
1: it's been well, as you know, it's been it's been upwards of a full morning at times, sure. three hours. But right now we're we're resting at about uh, about two hours okay. for the broadcast.
0: And I know as as churches, they love the opportunity to to co stream something like that, organize prayer yes. gatherings around that. And so given that it's here in Colorado, you can have an early prayer gathering for all you churches Mm -hmm. listening right now, pastors and and leaders. A lot of times it's lay people within the church. You just have a passion. You want to help lead prayer and do something to come alongside the pastors and the prayer teams there at your church. This is really fairly simple to do. I mean, you really have it it down to step one, two, three on the website, and Mm -hmm. then you can stream this particular broadcast. All the tools are there. I mean, really, I just am amazed how simple you've made it online, and the tools are incredible incredibly effective, I believe. And you have banners and hats and shirts and wristbands. Everything everything you need to promote
1: the National Day of Prayer. Yeah, so there's really no excuse. (laughs) If you're listening right
0: now and God's called you to pray for this nation, this is the time to rally. And you've got thousands of events going on, probably the largest gathering of prayer in U.S. history. And and we're sitting at the precipice of this. So I want to encourage those of you who are listening right now, get involved with the National Day of Prayer. Go to nationaldayofprayer.org. And, and and Dion or Lisa and our, just our final minute together, could you just give us one more sort of an appeal to our listener of, of why, you know, as they're praying around their dinner table and, and they're active maybe in and out of some church activities, what what's the uniqueness? Why assemble on this first Thursday of May, May 2nd, to intercede for America? Why now?
1: I, I My personal perspective is this. We serve a God who says in His Word that He is able Mm. to do exceedingly, abundantly above anything that we can even ask or think. And he also says that the effective, strategic, intentional, targeted, Mm. fervent, fiery, passionate prayers of God's righteous people, not righteous on your own, but righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ, that Mm. those prayers avail not some, not a little, but much. Mm. And if we believe in that God— and we believe in what he says, then we should be on our knees, Amen. standing arm to arm, crying out in state capitals, crying out in our churches, and coming alongside of those in our workplace and just crying out to God for our nation and for our own communities.
0: Amen. You know, and I, I want to encourage those of you listening right now, maybe, you know, Thursday is also a, a school day. Uh, we're still early in the month of May. School's going on. I would encourage you that legally you have every right to encourage even your student to participate, just like see you at the poll. They can have a National That's Day right. of Prayer at their school. And my son, who is part of Fellowship of Christian Athletes, they mobilize some efforts at their school, their high school. And uh, and we know the National Day of Prayer has come under great scrutiny of whether or not that this is a, a legal activity to do. And and you have worked with the Alliance Defending Freedom and many others. The resources are there. Your governor, your mayor, your city officials, city council, any school, they are legally able to do this, and no matter what the bullies out there say, because there are a number of organizations that try to challenge this, we know that there was a 3-0 vote in favor of the National Day of Prayer by the Supreme Court, and in multiple states, constantly voting in favor of continuing this legacy of prayer in these United States. And so, you have all those resources. I noticed that on the NationalDayofPrayer.org website. There's a legal questionnaire there. If people have any questions about that, what can they do? How far can they go in mobilization efforts? Let's cover it. Let's cover this nation in prayer. Dion and Lisa, thank you so much for being part of Engage in Truth. I knew this would go by fast, and I <laughs> love your passion for prayer in this nation. And we're praying for Dr. Ronnie Floyd and his efforts as he leads as a president of the National Day of Prayer, and of course the National Prayer Committee as well, and Graham Lotts, Shirley Dobson, and many others who have led this incredible effort all across these great United States. So thank you again for being on Engage in Truth. If you want to learn more, again, I encourage you as you're listening, please go to nationaldayofprayer.org. May 2nd will be here before you know it. It's going to be probably the largest gathering of prayer in these United States. Don't miss it. Just pause and pray. Join with us across this great nation as we pray. Again, I want to thank you for listening. Please learn more about Engage in Truth in the ministry of Calvary Fellowship Fountain Valley at Calvary Fountain and there you'll find some links to National Day of Prayer as well. God bless you all. See you next week.